Hi everyone, this is Peter Hudson, and I'm a real estate agent and realtor in the state of Arizona. In this podcast, Real Estate Moments, we'll take a mid-level dive into various real estate questions that I am asked about on a frequent basis. These podcasts are short in duration, less than 10 minutes each, and I hope you find them helpful. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Peter Hudson, and I'm a licensed real estate agent in the state of Arizona. Today, this podcast is going to talk about the gift money for the down payment on a home. One of the largest stumbling blocks to home ownership is saving the money that will be needed for the down payment and closing costs on buying a home. I remember as an adult well into my 20s that we were taught that everyone needed a 20% down payment to buy a house. Back in those days, and I'm talking about several decades ago, the median price of a home where I lived was about $75,000. Like I said, this is a long time ago. Because of what I was told, I had in my mind that I would need $15,000 in the way of a down payment to buy a house. Well, at that time, I was making less than $2,000 a month, and I thought I would never be able to save enough money to buy a home. Even today, in 2020, many people still have the misconception about needing a 20% down payment in order to buy a home, and that is just not the case. There are many home loan programs where a person needs to make a down payment of only 3.5%, and for some veterans, the down payment requirement can be less than this. One of the reasons why people who are renting cannot afford to save for a down payment is because they are paying close to 30% of their income to the landlord each month. In more pricey markets, the renters are paying upwards of 50% of their income to the landlord. This certainly makes it difficult to save for the down payment on a home. Some families are more fortunate, and their parents or other family members have done well in business, and they have saved a lot of money, and they are able to help their family members by gifting some of the money needed for a down payment on their home. Today, in the majority of cases, it is the parents who gift the down payment money to their adult children, but they should always be aware of any gift money limitations. For example, in 2020, the annual gift tax limitation is $15,000 per recipient. This means that an adult child can receive up to $30,000 from each parent without the parents having to pay taxes on the gift money. If the adult child is married, the parents can give a total of $60,000 to the couple without having to pay taxes on the gift money. Each parent would need to give one check of $15,000 each to each of the adult children to avoid the possible tax on the gift. There are other down payment gift guidelines. The amount of money that can be gifted for the down payment on a house from the parents or other family members depends upon the type of mortgage loan that is involved and other factors such as the borrower's credit scores. A mortgage professional can help answer those specific questions for you. 
The next question is who can gift the money? To make this list short, the person gifting the money needs to be a blood relative. For the purpose of gift funds, a relative is defined as the borrower's spouse, child or other dependent, fiance or domestic partner, or any other individual who is related to the borrower by blood, marriage, adoption, or legal guardianship. Just as important as who can give gift money, we need to discuss who cannot give gift money. Just as the government stipulates who can provide the gift money for the down payment, they also stipulate who cannot give the money. The gift donor cannot be a person or entity with an interest in the sale of the property, such as the seller, real estate agent or broker, builder or associated entity. Now, the real estate agent can give their client money to help with the purchase of a home and I have done this. However, the gift must be completely documented in the paperwork of the transaction so that the gift is transparent to all. For example, I helped some good friends of mine buy a house earlier in 2019 and we got into a bidding war where there were multiple offers on the house. My friends were tight on down payment cash, so I offered to pay out of my commission $500 so we could raise our offer to $500 over asking price. This helped us win the bidding war for the house. The $500 that I contributed was well documented through an addendum in the paperwork so that all parties involved could see where the money was coming from. And in this way, it was possible and legal for me, the real estate agent, to contribute funds towards the down payment of the house. You need to know that when you're gifting money for the purchase of a home, this gift has many documents that need to go along with it. Now we're going to talk about documenting the gift money. The mortgage lenders want to make sure that the person who is gifting you the money to apply towards a down payment is indeed giving you this as a gift and the person does not expect the gift to be repaid. If the gift needs to be repaid, this constitutes as a loan and the payment on this loan will make your debt to income ratios change and this may disqualify you from getting a mortgage. If the money is indeed a gift, this gift needs to be documented in the way of a gift letter and this is required by the lender. I'm going to take a short 20 second break and when we come back, I will talk about what the gift letter needs to say. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Peter Hudson and if you're thinking about buying or selling your home, I'd like to invite you over to my website so you can download my free home buyers or sellers guides. Each of these guides has about 20 pages of really good information on the home buying and selling process. The guides are free of charge and you can download the guides right away. At the end of this podcast, go to my website at sellingthe480.com. That's sellingthe480.com and you can download your free guides right away. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Now I'm going to talk about what 
the gift letter needs to say. Let me tell you, when it comes to the gift letter, the less said, the better. The gift letter needs to be as brief as possible while covering the required criteria. For example, the gift letter needs to state something like this. We are John and Jane Jones, the parents of Jeremy Jones. Now, with that last sentence, notice that John and Jane Jones just established the required bloodline connection because they stated that they are the parents of Jeremy Jones. Jeremy is buying a house located at 123 West Palm Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, this last sentence just established the property address that Jeremy is buying. As the parents of Jeremy, we are gifting Jeremy $10,000 that he can use towards the down payment of the house he is purchasing. The money is coming from our savings account and proof of the funds is attached to this letter. We do not expect the gift to be repaid. Then the people giving the down payment money need to sign and date the gift letter. This is all that is required. And as I said, the gift letter should be written in a way that is direct and to the point. The people giving the money would also need to get a bank statement on the account where the money is coming from so they can show the paper trail of the money. The statement will need to accompany the gift letter. Remember that gifts are allowed only from blood relatives and not friends. The exception to this is if you are engaged and your fiance is providing the gift money. If the person giving you the gift money is giving you the money in the form of a check, make a copy of the check and deposit the money in a separate account, such as a savings account, away from your regular checking or savings account. Make it a separate account. In this way, the money trail will be more clear and there will be fewer questions about where the money is coming from. Now, there is a way to avoid the gift letter scenario, and this is called seasoning the money. And no, seasoning the money does not mean that you sprinkle salt and pepper over the gift money. If you have time, meaning that you don't need the down payment money within the next 60 days, and you have not already applied for a home loan, gift money can be deposited into a savings account, and after the money has been deposited, the person buying the home would need to wait two bank statement cycles, typically 75 days, before applying for a mortgage loan. The waiting period is called seasoning the money. If you follow this process, you do not need the gift letter and there will be no questions from the lender as to where the money is coming from. Why? Because when you apply for a loan, the lender will ask you to provide two previous months of bank statements. If the two previous bank statements show that the money was in your account and the money was not freshly deposited, they will have no questions about the money. Again, in a mortgage lending world, this is referred to as seasoning the money. Okay, to wrap this up, I want to give you some additional advice. Number one, the person giving the gift money should explore any tax obligations they may incur by giving the monetary gift, especially if the gift is over $15,000. Number two, rarely, 
does a monetary gift come with no ulterior motives, whether they are stated or not? Think about this before accepting the gift and or be willing to handle these things when they arise in the future. Number three, if you are the person gifting the money and if the person receiving the monetary gift is married and lives in a community property state, understand that if the couple divorces, both spouses will share equally in your gift. My last advice about this is to give and accept these gifts with your eyes wide open and understand all that is and may be involved in the future, whether spoken or otherwise. We'll see you next time, and thanks for listening. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast today. I hope this information has helped you, and please feel free to share this information with a friend. As a disclaimer, the information that I've shared with you relates to real estate in Arizona. If you live outside of Arizona, things in your state may be different, and you should consult with an experienced, licensed real estate agent in your area. As a reminder, please visit my website at sellingthe480.com. That's sellingthe480.com. And there you can find all of my contact information, and you can reach out to me by phone or email. Again, sellingthe480.com. Thanks for listening.